0: Log talk radio
1: uh-huh. we'll talk with
0: Mr. It's the real talk the real talk with Mr. Robert The real talk the real talk with Mr. Robert The real talk the real talk with Mr. Robert, Robert. The real talk the real talk with Mr. Robert Mr. Robert, Mr. Robert. Mr. Robert Good night, good afternoon, wherever you may be in this part of the world. You are now tuned into the Real Talk Robinson Show. I'm your host, Robert Simmons. And guess what, guys? We are back for the ninth season. Yay! Totally unbelievable. I love it. And we are here with a wonderful, wonderful topic, a topic that we all can attest to. Each and every one of our lives, no matter your race, religion, belief, our thought process. At some point, you have liked someone, someone you, and we are going to delve into that today. I have two very special guests with me today. I have Mr. James Boyd and Mrs. Earth Flow. Did I say that right? Am I right? right guys. Yes, right. Earth Flow. Yes. Earth I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh we're gonna hear a little bit from you. Uh in just a second. And Mr. James Boyd, would you like to say something to us? How you doing, man?
2: Doing well. Glad to be here.
0: So, uh, be quick here. story. You. I've been doing for uh, quite some time and yeah. We've been friends for years, years now. We're going to actually get right into it. And, guys, the number to call in, if you are out there watching and you want to call in, you hear something that you like or something that you don't like, you would like to speak to me you want to get the number to call in is area code 515 602 9671 You'll press the number 1. That will literally put you in queue to let your voice be heard. Again, that number is area code 515 602 7-1, press number 1, It will put you in queue to be right here live on the Real Top 5-2 show with my two special guests, Earthflow and Mr. Dane Boyd. So we're going to get right into it. Before the show started, we was having a good time talking offline, but we were actually discussing which direction we're actually going to go in with the show, and I was like, well, we're going to sit down tonight and have like a living room type discussion, so I want everybody out there to get comfortable and just be able to tune in and say your opinion. We, we're talking about toxic relationships. We're talking about uh, we've all had somebody or we ourselves have been the toxic ones. So, you know, don't call in and, you know, with uh woe is me stories, you know, a lot of that. As James, that you said earlier, and I did nothing wrong. It was her. It was him. It probably was probably a little bit of both of us, but we want to hear... Your story, so I'll start, James. Have you ever been
2: in a toxic relationship on any level uh yeah I'm trying to think um most for me i I really can't deal with uh i mean I guess I guess you gotta really define toxic what does that mean to be in a toxic relationship so I guess let's let's start from there and then branch out.
0: I'm glad you said that because I uh, did a little bit of research and there's on a website, uh, marriage.com advice, they have 15 signs your relationship is failing, And so I guess we, because of your relationship with someone, you don't need I guess you could say there's some toxicity there somewhere, right? And uh, one of those things is uh, you fight all the time. Uh, no communication. No affection. Don't create time for each other. Your partner disregards feelings. Things like that. According to marriage.com those are uh, a certain those are some toxic traits. Now we know and i I'll pivot this to you, Miss Earthflow, um, some people will argue that if say something like running from a fight, some people will say, Well, it is a toxic trait but I am tired of arguing, therefore I run away from that because I don't feel like arguing with you, or there's one that was saying you feel like your partner doesn't listen to you, so in turn, because my partner doesn't listen to me, I may show no affection or I may run from a fight. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, and um, yes, I agree with that, but I also believe that it's all toxic. Um, Running from it, you know. And I, are you talk? It sound like you're talking. I can't hear you. I can't, can't hear, hear you. Oh,
0: yeah, I I'm seeing your mouth moving while
1: I was talking. I can hear you now. Oh well, yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, you, if you're watching it, it's a delay. So yeah, that's
0: why when you like call to okay, you know, radio <laughs> okay. so mm-hmm. let me not watch yeah, it. Okay, let me not watch it. Yeah, it's, it's I'm, I'm looking at you. Turn your volume down. Turn your volume down. You can watch it. You can turn the volume down. Okay. okay. Oh, that's so a, I need to turn my that's volume down. <laughs> can you hear? Yeah. yeah. And when I say volume, like okay. if you're watching it on your Facebook Live, turn the Facebook volume yeah. down or I'll put that on you and listen via the phone or Oh yeah,
1: yeah. It is on mute. It's on mute. I'm not looking at. Yeah, it's on mute. It'd <laughs> be confusing.
2: Yeah, if if you're talking to him and expecting him to be talking back and whatever, it's gonna be confusing because it's super.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm not looking at it anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't look, it <laughs> don't
1: look. <laughs> hey, saying,
0: at. That, that, that's a that's a top to type. <laughs> don't,
1: don't, don't, don't. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean. Running is toxic as well, you know. Um, Standing is toxic, and it mainly, uh, you know, negatively affects the family, the kids, you know. And in, in my case, um, I stayed in my relationship for a long time because of family. Um, I, while I thought that I was doing a service to my kids, keeping, the, you know, the family structure together, it was a disservice because my oldest child was, you know, very depressed growing up, and I didn't identify it as depression that um, just like I wasn't happy, he wasn't either, you know. Um, and running from it and not basically facing it is toxic as well because if if a person basically say, you know, in one way, if a person is hurting and using and abusing on you and you don't make them face themselves or face that person, um, I mean, you're doing both of y'all a disservice because you're not getting your closure and healing and that person is not facing themselves, so they may be able to, you know, work on, do some inner work on themselves, you know, to um, change their lifestyle or whatever. You, you brought up hey, a very
0: valid I Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, George. Well, I was going to
2: say, um, as far as, like, now that you define the toxic relationship, um, I, I have been in uh, toxic relationships. And I think a lot of us have been. If we if we look back, we probably have been in in those relationships. I don't think all relationships need to be or end up being toxic. It depends. Um, but I think uh, there there's a, a key word that was said uh, about uh, maybe I missed I missed it. But there's like a, a healing process or something. Uh, there's a there's a hurt that the either both parties have. Or a trauma, yes. or something Violation. that hasn't yeah. been addressed, and mm-hmm. a lot of times people aren't introspective enough to really look at themselves and see what it is that that they're doing, for, and also to really analyze their partner as a human. Um, mm-hmm. You know they, and and sometimes I think we get into these relationships with incompatible people because. Mm-hmm. It's a, um, you know, it's a need. I mean, unless you're a neuro- neural atypical, right? If you're a neurotypical, mm-hmm. like I guess you know, you don't have like you're not a psychopath or you don't have um, some kind of complete emotional disconnect. You literally need companionship, or you'll yes, you might yes, die. Right? Like literally, will die yeah. after a while. You could die. From, um, yeah, yeah right from from being alone or from just not okay, having human right. relations so mm-hmm. it's almost like i think people get it's like when you you know when you're super hungry you'll eat damn near anything and when you when you are satiated right when you're, when you're yeah. satisfied you're going to look mm-hmm. at food and turn your nose up to it right and sometimes yeah. people yeah. are emotionally hungry and they mm-hmm. end up jumping into the first dish that they can find
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it may not be compatible with their innards. <laughs> you know what I mean? It might not be compatible with that them, you know. Resonates. And yeah. And they're so hungry and and they've been hungry for so long that, and then they ha- that becomes part of their trauma. And so they don't yeah. want to even give up that plate that of uh, food that's not even compatible. They might be yes. you know, they they these people are allergic to peanuts but all they got is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and they I damn sure won't let that go, because mm-hmm. they've been so hungry in the past. Yeah, you know.
0: So let's, let's yeah, that's... Let's, let's talk about those hungry people. And so I'm, I'm going to tie what he said and what, and what he said. Some of these people, because they have this need and this this necessity for companionship, they will not leave a toxic relationship. Let's say a relationship has come to the point of. To where one should be.
1: but a codependency.
0: So you stay in it because you are hungry, you know. And we all know when you're hungry, a belly full is a belly full, right? You don't care whether it's steak or a oatmeal. It's at this point, mm-hmm. it's about survival. It's about um, being being full, as as James mm-hmm. say. So you stay in it, for kids. You stay in it for the income. You stay in it for the big house. Mm-hmm. For, uh, if, you leave, well, if I leave this relationship, I'm not going to have a house or a car. like And so you end up just saying, I'm just going to deal with these levels of toxic traits because of my level of longevity. So I think that's like a very, very balanced point. But don't have the earth flow. You about to say something. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: at the end, this, whatever, um, without saying anything, the, the foundational traumas from the foundation for, for the people that get into these relationships like the person that I was when my soon-to-be ex-husband first met me You're all, your, your all phone is your though. phone
0: is out on my, on my can, uh, can, yeah. can you hear me? you were you were fun.
1: can you hear me? you said yes
0: Okay, I mean, yeah, just just speak up, just speak up on your side. You know,
1: say okay, so, Yes, can you hear mm-hmm. me now?
0: Yes, can hear you now, very, very loudly.
1: Okay. So the foundational structure of a lot of us that get into these relationships are already traumatized from childhood. So you get us, mm-hmm. you know, those of us that grew up in broken homes without both parents, you know, like in my case. My mom worked three jobs at a time, sometimes. So I was basically running a house, learning how to cook, washing dishes, cleaning at a very young age. Um, I learned about sex through when I experienced sex, you know, like no one ever taught me anything. Everything in life was when I hit it, faced it, even at the, you know, my youngest tender age, you know, um, I learned and I got through it or whatever. I've been in survival mode my whole life. So. Basically, you not getting love I need and being needing being survival mode all my whole life. When I grow up, when I grew, you know, become adult and on my own. Matter of fact, first of all, when I turned eighteen, I was ready to fly to my mama's house on a rocket.
0: Right. Yes, right. that's
1: me. That's me, hon. That's me talking right now. Um. So because due to the lack of, you know. The love, stability, you know, you know, you know, all that stuff. When I, I was I was in high school I was really like, I can't wait to get eighteen. I can't wait to be on my own. And, you know, eighteen doesn't make us mentally, you know, ready, prepared for the world, you know. So with that being said, also I want companionship because I had I didn't get the love, you know, my dad was never there. My mom was always working. So any guy, almost any guy that was sweet upon me, you know, I was likely, you know, to go with the flow of it. So um, that's what i saying. Like, our, a lot of times our foundation is already screwed up, you know. And li- later on in our life, especially a lot of us women, is when we learn, you know, you know, a lot of stuff that we should have, you know, should have been instilled to us at a young age from either, you know, mom and dad and stuff or, you know, some type of guardian. But that's my take. My little take, basically, what I was saying is, the foundation. The foundation. We can't expect people to know how to relationship, know how to, you know, apart like, yeah, a a, a person that hurts you and using and abuse you or is a crappy person, but at the same at that same time, you know that it's something inside of them that's not right and it may not ever be right. So you got we got to make it less about us, you know. We can't internalize someone else's, you know, um, the lower their lower self or vibration or whatever level they choose to, the frequency they choose to vibrate on. We have to, you know, not make it about us and know that that's their journey, you know, when you're dealing with people with well, toxic, a lot of toxic traits. Taking going to go off. So I'll
0: take some phone calls uh, a little bit so we can actually get feedback from you, the people. Uh, remember, the number to call in is area code, 515-602-9671. Press number one. That will put you in queue. And, guys, remember, um, if you're watching Facebook Live, uh, the number is at the bottom of the screen. If you're on iTunes or any other platform, you can actually hear it. So we're going to go ahead and uh, we going to take our first first oh, here. Uh, hello, Colin. You're on the air. How are you? Hello.
3: Hey, hey. My name is uh, Kaditra. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing good.
2: Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> hey, <sis. laughs>
0: Hey, how are you
3: guys doing? Y'all all right? to the
0: council. we're here discussing uh relationships and and negative traits, toxic traits. Um, I'm
3: sorry, say it one more time.
0: I said we're here talking toxic traits.
3: So, I'm sure you are you
0: calling in with a story.
3: Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, you know, joined in on the, you know, the middle of, you know, the conversation. Um what I do want to add is that um as far as like toxic traits and you know, I I do believe like a part of it just, you know, solely speaking in general on my behalf only for me is that I know that most of what I 'Cause I, I did have a little toxic, you know, toxic stuff about you know, about me. I know that a lot of it came from um how I was brought up, what I witnessed as a child and what I um and what I did not receive from both um both of my parents. Um, I can't relate with Kim on what she did say. Um, we tend like we tend to what what is the word that I'm looking for? Um Security. Probably imitate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to imitate like what we've seen. Um, I know I did a lot of that. Like, I thought that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I, I thought that you know what I you know how I seen my mom from man to man like you know I thought that was the right thing to do like when she was attempting attempting to raise me you know, while she was young, mind you, my mother, she had me at a at a very young age. She had me when she was like fourteen or fifteen years old. You know, um, she was there but she wasn't there. I really and my father same thing as well. I didn't get that emotional um that emotional relationship support, with my father.
1: Guidance,
3: um yeah, I didn't get that emotional support and even still to this very day. Um, but I yeah. had to grow to learn like, you know, um and sometimes I can't even lie to you. Sometimes I do struggle with it. Sometimes you know because I do want that relationship with my father, but it does um, weigh on you as a young adult, and sometimes even way into your um, you know adult older adult years. Um, it um, I feel like it, it in the black community it happens a lot. We don't we don't talk about it. We don't get you know therapy. We don't. Um, we just don't do anything to correct the situation to make it any better. Um, to help us make ourselves better as you know human beings on this planet, because the only thing that we're going to do is just carry that, you know, heartache and trauma, bitterness or whatever into Into you know into the yeah into our relationship and you know even our uh, (laughs) yeah Yeah, even our jobs like even our jobs Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how many jobs I've lost. Because I didn't know how to properly communicate, or you know, my mm-hmm. first instinct was my first instinct was anger. I was, you know, yeah. I jumped to defense mode at all times. That was a big toxic trait. Like I couldn't take criticism. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear nothing that nobody had to say. Uh, you know, mm-hmm.
1: defense mechanism. Um,
3: yeah, like I defense mode. Like yeah. I was, Right. Like,
0: right.
2: I think I think you speak uh, about a a big duality that a lot of people have. Um, On one hand, you you can't be faulted obviously for for looking at your parents as as role models or as a model of behavior because you are literally raised by them, right? But at the same
3: time, I agree. But at a at a at a certain age, after you get older, you recognize. What you know, you know mm-hmm. the wrong that Not everybody do, but, but that, that, that they're in you know. So yeah,
2: therein is therein lies the duality, right? So that's a singular part of this duality is that they are this sort of role model. This sort, this is what you are basing a lot of your, you know, you what you how you view the world in a way because how else are you mm-hmm. supposed to view it? But on the, on the right. other hand. You you do awaken in a way to the things that you personally don't agree with, the traits that your parents mm-hmm. have. Like the thing that I think we forget a lot of times, especially as kids, and then going into an adult, is that your parents are human too, and they mm-hmm. have trauma too, and they yep, and we expect them to do so much better and be so much m- more mature. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are. I, mean, I don't have any kids personally, but a lot of uh, people my age are, have have you know kids, almost grown kids, and they, I mean, they are still developing themselves as people. So mm-hmm. when I look back at my dad, you know, and when how old he was when he was raising me, and as I lived through those years, I look back and I'm like, dang, I'm still developing as a as a human being. I can't yeah. expect, and, and I think we hold these expectations on our parents to to do better. Um, But, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes they might not know how, or maybe they're they're simply not really. It takes a lot of work to be introspective. And being introspective can a lot of times hurt because you have to uncover truth about yourself. And
1: Mm -hmm. who
2: wants to see that? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But if
2: mm-hmm. you do that, then you can move forward. But if you deny yeah. it, mm-hmm. then you carry it with you forever.
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. part of that really is, uh, which is, if you look at the five stages of grief, the very last thing to accept is acceptance. We as human beings, we hate to accept that it's us. Um, and therefore, the majority of us... We usually die with the same toxic traits we develop over time because you know the average person when you go to tell them that it's them in this aspect they're gonna
1: accountability no accountability most people don't want to take accountability
0: a lot of people they don't want to be accountable and because they kind of focus on this what I call like low frequency energy where you know the Big things is what get the attention, but little small, subtle things could be really bad negative traits as well. A lot of people don't pay attention yeah. to those. Like, the negative trait everybody looks at and be like, oh, she or he or whatever pronoun you want to be known as, they feed it. You know, that's, like, the one trait everybody looks at, but there's so many more traits to that that, yeah. is, that is a level that is never some so when somebody Yeah. Yeah, you know, look. I've seen situations where a person would come to an individual, and then, by the way, thank you for call. it that call, it, call it in. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes people, you know, they can have a toxic and I've, I've literally seen these arguments happen. Man and woman getting to it, and then you know, he or she be like, "Well, well, you cheated," and I'm like, "Wow, wow." Uh, but you know, you did such and such and such. You didn't you didn't shower for three years. Like, what do you mean? I cheated. You, you were stink all the time. You don't just, just have to say you're yeah. like little things like that that you don't like to address, you know, the other issues. It's just the, the, the one issue, you know. It's like, okay, you don't, you don't cheat, you don't steal, and all the other toxicities are accepted. And I think that, that's definitely wrong. Guys, remember to call in the area code is 515-602-9671. Press number one, that will put you in queue Talk to my guests, Earth Flow and Mr. James Boyd and myself. Again, that number is 515 602 and press the number one. It will put you in queue if you're watching Facebook Live. The number is at the bottom of the screen. If you are iTunes or any other platforms, just call in. Now, you guys, you know what? James, you are quite a relationship expert, man.
2: Oh, no, I don't know that I, I am. I've, I've been in some. <laughs> I'm not in a relationship now. If that's a hint at my capacity to maintain a relationship, uh, so um, <laughs> I don't know about that. I just I just try to um, look. I just keep it real. That's all. And I'm uh, you know I'm sort of old. <laughs> and I've been around the the sun a few times, and uh, I've learned some things. And so you know I'm just speaking from that experience. I think.
0: I mean, let, let's be honest with you. Um, relationships, when you have two people with two different dynamics, it is a hard thing to maintain anyway, right? I mean, you have relationships.
2: Maybe have, not. Maybe not. If you motivation. have the right person, it might yeah, not that be foundation. that hard. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. I think people are so used to being with the wrong person. It's not like someone that's lactose intolerant, yeah. drinking milk every night, wondering why the stomach hurts. Yeah, hurt.
1: yeah you know? exactly.
2: Yeah. You might have even it might even be your upbringing to expect to be with a certain person or to even long for, or be conditioned. You don't know. I mean, I don't know how deep I'm conditioned to be wanting and searching for this thing or person or whatever that fits this thing that is not even compatible with me. You know what I mean? Um, so it's that you have we, to peel back a lot of layers of who you even think you are to even find that kind of thing, you know. And that's tough, you know. It's And it's we
1: tough and, and we fall in love and get hooked on the idea of what we want somebody to be, or you know what we want to sure. think they should be, instead of who they see in them for who they are. And you know, a lot of times people put their best foot forward. But it don't take long if you if you study them that, that that's going to wear off, you know. Like like you said, it's at right. the end of the day, it's, compa- it's compa- compatibility. We get with people, we see somebody, and we see pure, you know, physical attraction. Or we listen to the sweet nothings without really, you know, observing. And the one thing I would say is big with us women, a really big thing with us women, because I, I used to be the same way in my more immature ways. These days I run men away with this. I ask questions. Um, I grew up where when a, man, a guy like me, and you know, guys ask you a million questions. He knows your history. He knows everything about you. And us women often think, like, this way. I always thought. Like, you just go at the floor of the guy. Like, we're not even really in a said relationship, but we're, like, moving like we're in a relationship. Cause, and then they thing, you know, our heart is broken, and God was like, hey, I ain't never said that, you know, I always told you I wasn't looking for a relationship. Like, what's up? Like, right. what's, what's wrong with you? But it's us women who don't ask them questions that put pressure on them to, you know, do they want to, you know, more stay and get to know me or or don't play games with me or get the hell on. Like we have more power in the beginning, you know, with getting to know someone on, you know, what decisions are, where where they're supposed to be at in our lives as well.
0: Well, I mean, I I think definitely women have a a huge advantage when it comes in 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 the beginning stages. Because rather than yeah. realize it or not, they throw the dice in the beginning hugely. Uh, they they really do. Uh, it can make a break who who, who who you're dealing with or how much you would actually get to know about that individual. But, yeah. I mean, any any situations, you know, it goes back to what you said earlier, if you're having issues from childhood that you are unaware of, because don't get it wrong. A lot of people... That blame others for being toxic are themselves mm-hmm. the most toxic, and they themselves have yes, not dealt with yes. a lot of
1: their own inner You know, they inner
0: talk, words. You, you can kind of noticed it in a lot of their day-to-day interactions with people. You notice that, you know, they outside the relationship, you notice that they will blame other people for all all of their problems. And if somebody blames others for all of their problems, it's only a matter of time to make that and that is a toxic trade. Let me write that down. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it sounds like to me that um, a lot of us individuals, male and females, need Female mental health. So therapy at yes. the age of ten. Therapy. Yep. That's
1: sad truth. The absolute sad truth 'cause when I think about my trauma, this my trauma alone from um like From birth until ten, it's a lot. And when I think about my trauma from birth until like I'm about to be 36 years old, um, most people would not be in their regular mind if had they went through or never even took this stuff out. The stuff I've been through in my whole lifespan, on like I'm fearless, honestly. I'm really fearless. Like I, I shouldn't have, you know, been through the stuff I've been through and. Um, I guess stress and all that led me to, like, say last year I had four seizures and my hair was falling out. You know, I didn't know oh, wow. like all of all of that I had been going through from childhood all the way up to, like, you know, sometimes we get so used to um, trauma and you know people being against you and not getting the love you put out and all that, so it just becomes normal, you know. And sometimes what we think is normal is uh, negatively affecting our help not only our mental health but our physical health and i'm believing that's what i was going through because i had four seizures last year and honestly i didn't exactly identify you know what i was having until the very last one in september last year and um uh-huh. like say four months ago i decided to separate from my marriage and literally not even um and i had bald spots literally like missing edges bald spots like my hair had been struggling growing and literally like a month Within a month after I decided to split up, I had a full head of hair. <laughs> like, all my edges, the ball spots, everything filled in. So we never know. Like I said, um, we never know how stress negatively affects us, not only our mental health but our physical health. So it's best to get out of these wow. type of relationships. Like, I do agree that there are some relationships that, you know, you can save it and work through it and stuff, you know. But most of the time when I think that the best thing that we can do for ourselves is to free ourselves. You know. you know. A great a great yeah. question
0: is is knowing when enough is enough or if it's worth saving, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, yes. you, have, you have bad sometimes you go through really bad situations, right? But that doesn't mean that you and that person can't work that out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. so it's, it's yeah. like it, there's this line that you have to realize can I Go through this with this individual, or is this too much for me to bear? So yes. I guess the question would be, At what point? But uh, so in your situation, at what point did you say, "Okay, I did what I could do, but this here is this is the last straw. Like, I I can't take it to the next."
1: Okay, so as in for me, I literally basically um i think i physically i emotionally left my relationship years ago um like i said for a what? while it has been about the kids um i've told him throughout the years that i i thought that one day i was gonna leave him you know so it was gonna happen one day <laughs> but um Basically, honestly and you know, honestly, like it was a switch, like when are you done like i've been I've, I've never left him, and I've been loyal, and I was like and it's like when I got done, I was done, and when I left him, it's like a switch thing, like I don't want this no more, and also like even uh, like for right now, we've been split up four months, he's moved out, honestly, it's not still not in my heart like I stay with him like it's still not in my heart to get back with him if I got back with him at this point. Right now it would be for the wrong reasons. It's not in my heart. Um, even though, although it hurt, like I have got down to 149 pounds during this time um, since we split up, people see me post beautiful pictures and videos of me every day, but they don't see a lot of pictures and videos, or not pictures, but not as always on picture videos, but they don't see me in my, me, they don't see when I come in my house and my kids are here and I smile with them and hug them and tell them I love them and fake the funk then go up in my shower and get in my tub and lock my room doors and sit in my tub and cry for hours. And people, everybody don't see all of that, you know. Um, some people do not leave toxic relationships because they are afraid of those type of situations. They are afraid of those lonely moments. Um, yes, I have some support. I, I do have some people that support me. I have some people that I thought would and are not, you know. But um, people don't, like I said, it's all kind of parts to it. People just, and people just... It's like everybody thought I was, you know, very happy and they didn't next thing you know it was like, oh, I'm going through a divorce. <laughs> you don't know the half. <laughs> but I'm at peace even though like I said it's tough starting over from scratch. I'm really at peace and I do not regret my decision. Um I feel like the man that's for me is out there. I feel like I have a lot to bring to the table. I have a good heart. I'm pure. I always had good intentions with him. Basically with him, I have nothing no I wish no ill on him. I like karma like my hands is washed. Like the karma, of the universe will take care of him, just like you the universe will take care of me. You know, what you put out is what you get back. So that's where I'm at with that.
0: So Jeff what what what's your perspective on that? So, um to be or not to be, when is enough enough? When do you stay? When do you work something out? And when do you say this is this is it. Ain't say
2: well, I think first first you sort of have to know yourself, which you sort of won't ever do, really. Um, that's the tricky part about it is that, um, look, I'm sort of into some Eastern philosophy. I quote Lao Tzu all the time from the Tao Te Ching. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but he, he has mm-hmm. a line in there that says, a, a person who defines themselves will never know who they truly are right but on mm-hmm. the same at the on the same at the same time you know your generalities um like I'll give you an example so for for me i i i grew up in a household that didn't really ha- had a stepmother that wasn't really wow. nurturing or motherly or loving or whatever we got in fights all the time and it's very distant. My dad was also i'm pretty sure he was a malignant narcissist now that I'm looking back at all my life experiences and so I'm I'm carrying those sort of the being raised by that I'm carrying that with me. So what I found looking back at my failed relationships, I'm realizing now I'm a lot of times I've been looking for a mother figure almost like not mm-hmm. like you know I want a girl yeah. to be my mom, but oh, I yeah. literally I want know. someone uh, you know some yeah. someone a girl with a maternal instinct
0: mm-hmm. that Let's wants so. to yeah. take care yeah.
2: of me. And on the flip side, I'm a I'm a problem solver. I can you can me- mentally solve problems even when you don't want me to. If you don't want me to, I'll step back and just listen, and be like nod my head and be like damn that's crazy. But if you want my suggestion, I'll give a suggestion. I can physically fix things. I fix cars. I fix the house. I fix anything because I'm that feel like that's what I'm good at. I can do that. But on the on the flip side. I'm seeking sort of things that I didn't have when I was growing up. And it, maybe that's my problem, or maybe that's just who I am. Um, and I don't know, mm-hmm. and things change and whatever, but not like, you know, I, how, I, how do you know that that person is going to be that way? How do I know a woman's going to be the way that I sort of, I probably need them to be viscerally deep down if I'm not in that it. relationship with them? Right,
0: oh, and I so there's some there's some s- hints
2: and signs. Yeah. But go ahead.
0: No, I, I think you hit something on the head, and um, and I actually recognize this trait in some people. This, this could be a trait that a lot of people don't realize that they are looking for. Um, a lot of times in life, you are looking for that missing figure in a relationship that you don't realize. It. So then get you know, good, right? if you're yeah. looking. Right. You're looking for a father relationship. You're looking for a father-like qualities in your husband. But you're looking for husband qualities. And a lot of times, when you don't get yeah. those qualities of a father figure, you start feeling neglected, and you know, you start feeling like, well, you know, my husband is not enough. Same thing with mothers. I mean, you know, if I go through life and I am looking for a mother-like figure subconsciously, not even realizing, you know when she begins to do things that are not motherly, then maybe I'll get upset. <laughs> She's like, you know. Yeah, exactly. like my mom. Right. You know, so a, a, a wife is different from a mother, and a father is different from a husband, and we have to understand those. We have to understand that. And a lot of times, right. I think some people are looking for daddy or a mother.
1: Oh, yeah, you know. a certain extent. Um, as a woman, as a woman, I will call that out. Um. As a woman, I feel like to a certain extent, as us women, like, we, I think it kind of has something like, you know, if you want like a, I don't want to say alpha, because, you know, but if you want like a, a dominant or alpha type thing, part of it is the security, uh, the nurturing from a father that you did not get, and you seek that in men. And a lot of times with us, we seek it in, we don't know how to look for this man. Like, we know that we need this type of feeling or love, there or you not in sexual manner, but... We don't know exactly what exactly right. healthy, the, the healthy version of this looks like, you know. But I need to go back the, on, yeah. um, on his question really quick. I need to go back before I lose it. Um, whenever you ask me what made me decide to leave, okay, so I started a spiritual journey. And what I, um, I believe the, my, the beginning of my spiritual journey was the beginning of the ending of Us. Because um, when you say, when do you want to, when do, how do you know when it's time to leave? Because you can outgrow someone. Like, I went on a spiritual journey. He wasn't on a spiritual journey. So as I was growing, evolving, and developing, and he's still the same person, you know, you know, that's pulling me further away. So that, that's what I meant to say, my spiritual journey. Um, I, I feel like to a certain extent I outgrew him because I was trying to get him, you know, to grow with me, you know, to work on ourselves. And it has nothing to do with religion or none of that, just, you know, working on being a better person. And I think I outgrew him over time. Right.
0: Gotcha. And 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 the piggyback on something that you uh you said early on, a lot of people don't realize this, especially I notice this more in women than men. Um, you guys leave relationships way before you leave this. And yes, a lot of yes. times it a guard, you like you know, a woman may have left when you were messing up, now you're doing right you're like you like, What'd I do? What I do <laughs> And it's like, just like just hey, bro, yeah. I'm two years I just finally got Yeah, I've been left like years ago. Yeah. I physically I love. I finally just decided to step forward. You
1: know, guys, we're
0: a little you, bit know, different. Like, you
1: can kind of see
0: us crashing. You
1: can like, be right. like, okay. Uh, you, Robert, you know another thing too, a lot of time with us women, when we start working on bettering ourselves, a lot of times the man that we started working on bettering ourselves with would not be the one we end with. You know, once we like lose weight, you know, uh, certain things you start working on yourself, and a lot of times some men can get intimidated by that, or you know,
0: and in hand it splits people <clears> up <throat> too. But, but you, you know what, man? You know what? I I think we're gonna have a breakthrough tonight. You, you said something very powerful. A lot of times, you know, this this happens more with women, I think, than when, when relationships get toxic or. Where I, I would say the guy does not like you. He he starts he starts body shaming you. Uh, you know, yeah. You oh you what you, you're fat or you are this or you're not that. And, and and a lot of times you know you you can't really. I know we all get on the negative tangent sometimes. But one thing I've learned you can't keep telling a woman she does Even if you're not telling her she looks good all the time, don't start telling her she doesn't. Look good. <laughs> Yeah, back, yeah. Devil, I, hope, I hope you hear that. it's better not say anything than to say negative things because you know the next guy that comes along he appreciates that body or he appreciates he all that. Appreciate yeah, he's like, no, nah, I I I like smart. I ain't ain't nothing wrong with it. You know, and all you yeah. heard was was that. Well, like, you you know you know so I mean yeah, yeah that's that's. Uh, Hey, that's another
1: thing, too. That's another thing, too. Like, we could be settling for a man or a woman so long, and then we go through those major transitions of self-development, and not saying, you know, we're attracting a totally different type of man. Like, with me, on like me. Like, you know, I let myself go. I was through, you know, in a relationship where I wasn't happy, and I was, like, got super, super heavy. And then once I, like, my weight fell off, you know, start falling off my confidence coming back, I'm starting to feel myself um, along with, you know, saying trying to work on myself spiritually. And next thing you know, my aura is different and I'm glowing and I'm attracting. Like, why, why settle for something where I'm not happy when, you know, <laughs> there's somebody else out there that can appreciate what I have to offer and what he didn't, especially when, I, when you know who you are, you know, and what you bring to the table.
0: Alright, we're gonna go back to the phone line. I'm not sure if I accepted this going to or not, but hey, we can go round two. Hello, Carly on the air. Hey, can you hear
3: me? We can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost connection the first time and I jo- I, I rejoined back. Okay. But okay. I did wanna okay, get on to um mm-hmm. Yeah, so I did want to add on to what um, about the, you know, the body shaming. Sometimes, well, you know, some women are real confident in, you know, how they physically look and carry themselves because we've, you know, mentally grown to accept that. Like, okay, sis, you got a few extra hips. You know, if you're going to have a tummy, you're going to have a tummy. But I think sometimes what also hurts the most is that when you find yourself on on these spiritual journeys, you have, you know, put this out there for your partner um, who you um, long to be, w- be with, who you love to be, you know, who you love to join you on yeah. the spiritual um, journey and they turn it yeah. down, you know, and Darren, you know, you decide to keep on going through with this spiritual journey to better yourself. You know, for me, prime example, I have, I've done it. I've, the reason why I did it is because I have little ones looking up to me. I have four kids. Okay, I don't want them to be anything so, like what I used to be. Are you saying you went through a divorce.
0: I'm sorry. I said, are you saying you went through a divorce or, or a separation? No,
3: I'm not going through a divorce. I'm not. I'm not going through a divorce. What I'm currently going through is like just we're mentally just not there with each other. Um. It's not what it used to be, and a lot of it came because of again me taking my my separate route on continuing to follow my spiritual journey that kept that was a calling for me. Even when I invited this person to join me on this spiritual journey, um, it was turned down. And then you know, like you guys say, like the body shame. A lot of times, like you know, I don't care. You can talk about me all day, but when you say things like, oh, why are you sitting up here burning that sage? That shit stank. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, these waste bees ain't going to help you, or um, like, I, I you know, went rogue a few months uh, earlier last year, and I just shaved my head off completely bald because I just wanted to completely feel free and one with, you know, Earth and Mother Nature and all that good stuff, and like, you get clowned about it. You know what I'm saying? You're not lifted up in the process. That also can, like, bring you to a point like, okay, yeah, this, this ain't what's popping. You know what I'm saying? But. Still um... there? Hello? Yeah, 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 you still
0: there. You just stop talking. Hello? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: you still with us? Okay, we I'm can sorry, hear you?
3: guys. I thought I lost y'all again. <laughs> but we were yeah, just listening.
2: Did,
3: it... I'm sorry, I lost my words. <laughs> well, I, th- I think you're describing a situation.
2: About... You're describing a situation where people have grown apart from each other because, I mean, there's a saying that if you're the same person five years. Uh, from uh, That you were five years ago Then you've wasted five years um, they're you know, Like, like one, growing
3: apart but when I try to When I'm growing and I Invited this person to grow with me It was declined because well, they You know if, either thinking. That,
2: uh, Think about this uh, If you are moving forward And someone decides to stay back Are you so
0: still you could together Or are you more.
2: apart You see what I mean Right. If you're moving okay. and they're staying stationary, then that means you now yeah. are apart, right? Yeah,
0: so, right. So, so, yeah, a... it may
2: be, maybe there's still some aspects that, that you share, but at the same yeah. time, you're still changing. You are now, what would, you, would you describe yourself after your journey or during your journey as a different mm-hmm. person than before your journey? Right. Right? So, mm-hmm. so here you are, a different person, and they okay. may be the same person or they're different in their own way. But the compatibility yeah. of that difference might be in question. You know. Yeah. I mean?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's well, the well, thing well, that you gotta right face. There.
3: Compatibility is, what, uh, is a big one. I I have been throwing that word around. You know, like I stand on that. Like it's it's real.
2: <laughs> and con- compatibility, I think, uh, also sits with the word flexibility, right? So compatibility can be as large as your flexibility and it depends though how much are you gonna flex because some things, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a, a a green branch is pretty flexible, but there's a point where it mm-hmm. will snap. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are there are mm-hmm. old branches that are a dry and withered and will snap immediately and have zero flexibility. So mm-hmm. uh, the question becomes how much are you having to flex in order to Uh, make the compatibility work how much is he having to flex in order to make the compatibility work and uh, there may be a part like mr. Simmons was saying at what point do you do you call it quits and be like look look you are not flexing when I'm flexing or you're having to flex I'm having to flex it doesn't make sense that we're going out of our of our own nature or who who, were, who you are, you know, our comfort as a human, that I'm having to change mm-hmm. who I am as a human to be with mm-hmm. you, and you're doing likewise. Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you you should have someone that helps you fulfill yourself as a human.
0: Right. Right.
2: It, it, who, mm-hmm. Whatever that is. Right. And right. you're still journeying and finding, finding that out. You need someone who will be there in that journey. Right. And some mm-hmm. people don't want to take that right. You know? Yeah, and
3: you got to see they're afraid of it they don't like change
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be a litany of but reasons
1: do, but we do ourself so a disservice you know
0: you know what I was saying I don't want people to get so focused on compatibility like you said that they do forget the level of flexibility it's kind of like when you have a coolant system in your car you can't just put the coolant because the coolant is a type of, almost like a oil. you have to have a 50-50 mm-hmm. so you know you know, so women and men, but the reason why I said women because, you know, you guys really nurture things. A lot of times when you get out of a relationship, you know, you go on this journey of compatibility, 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 and then you end up single, single because you have no flexibility at all, not realizing that compatibility is not everything on the list as you see. You know, you do have to have a certain level of flexibility. You know, I've seen situations where, you may have a guy that is compatible with you, but he did one thing like your ex did, and you're ready to blow the whole relationship up because he reminds you of the ex. You know, he drops his boxes on the floor, and your ex did that all the time. But your ex also beats you behind, too. But all of that is associated with Oh, my with God. So when, yeah. he left the box, when he dropped left the his box on the floor, all of a, all of a sudden, he's it, like, I can't. It's a red flag. You know, so there's a level of and you're in the level of flexibility. That's that's what I totally forgot about the comments, guys.
1: um,
0: Robert,
1: I just want to apologize to everyone when I was talking. When I was talking, I just want to apologize. I don't know if people were asking me questions because I literally just looked at the comments right now for the first time. So Uh
0: um,
1: apologies, apologies.
0: (laughs) So we just so my thing is you know just 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 in in, in your new journeys just be careful on what you let trigger. You know what I'm saying? You know because you can have somebody that is your soul, and they may. There are certain characteristics as men that we all have. There are characteristics as women that you sell that you all have. And you know can't look at a person specifically. And if you look at your past relationship and you're you're gauging. Your new partner, it's, it's gonna fail anyway. Because one thing, one thing. Oh man, I never forget. Mister Time went on to talk and when I was working at the high. Many years ago, so I was like nineteen, eighteen. He like Robert, tell you something. I was like, what's that, Mister Time? He said, never go looking for something. He said, because you're gonna find it. Even if what it thing with it, you go, you're gonna find it. You're gonna find whatever you're looking for. So if you're looking for a negative trait in someone after a relationship, this is why. It may be a good idea to heal because and, and some people in that healing process, they never heal, so I don't even know if they should date or not. Some people heal for 10 years. I'm not telling you to be 10 years. But what I am saying is, you know, I guess lighten up a little bit because after a really bad toxic relationship, marriage, partnership, union, um, it is so easy to compare and contrast that relationship with the new person, and that alone is a toxic. It is? <laughs> I <laughs> hear it's you now. Let the okay, hear me? I hear what you, I hear you. you was out You was out for a second. Yeah, yeah
2: your your audio keeps ca- cutting in and out, Robert. Is it? Like, has it been doing it, or, is, or are we
0: just getting
2: it? Yeah, it's no, sort of no, been
1: that way. Yeah, kind of on and off. <laughs> oh, my
0: bad. I, technical difficulty. I, I would say it's the devil fighting. <laughs>
2: If if I if I may, there was a book um, that I read a while back called The Four Agreements. It's not a real big book, yes. but uh,
1: yes. if you're
2: familiar with it, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the, the four. If I can remember them correctly, uh, the four agreements, and in no specific order, are: uh, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, mm-hmm. always do your Ooh. best, always be impeccable with your word. And mm-hmm. I think Ooh. I think if we start at those four foundational things, a lot of things can change because a lot of yeah. the, to- you know, first of all, toxic behavior a lot of times comes from somebody needing to hurt someone else for whatever reason, be it power
1: yeah.
2: or they're trying mm-hmm. to
1: uh,
2: project their own pain mm. onto someone else. Like mm-hmm. they have to, someone else has to share that pain with them. Um, So first of all, you know, you got to check yourself to make sure that you're not inflicting pain on someone else because Mm -hmm. of something that you're missing, right? Mm -hmm. But then you you can't just rely on assumptions. A lot of times people jump to conclusions, make an assumption, and then they build their emotional outcomes and their conclusions based on something that's not even real, right? So it's Mm -hmm. better to just ask a question and be like, look, I'm going to ask you a question, and don't get mad, but and, and if the other person is, is uh, going along with the four agreements, they shouldn't get mad anyway because you shouldn't be taking things personal. If someone asks you yeah. a question or, or puts something on you, then you should, mm-hmm. you know, there's a saying that feedback is a gift, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if someone's telling you something, uh, uh, even if it's negative, about you, that is a gift. That's like, how else would you know if someone didn't tell you? Yeah. you you obviously yep. didn't uncover it yourself. You see what I mean? And I, there's a lot of people get mad at their job or get mad at a, a, a spouse or something. not a spouse, or like would they break up or whatever, and they want to tell them off and tell them all the yeah. bad things. And sometimes I tell people, look, do you really d- disdain them? Do you want to help them or you don't want to help them? You want to completely disconnect and let them go through whatever uh, on their own and i and i tell them don't tell them shit. just leave yeah and don't say anything yeah. because anything you say is a gift why would you gift them something when they don't deserve yeah. it just leave just they don't even tell my, your boss if you don't like anything? your employer yeah. just leave why are you leaving because i don't like you why don't you like me yeah just don't see ya because then they might improve Right. So if you want them to improve, okay, give them the reasons, to Im- well, the ways to improve, but it's not your liability or obligation to do such things. So, you know, so if we don't make assumptions, we don't take things personally, a lot of relationship problems can be worked out through communication. And while we're communicating, be impeccable with your word. Don't say things you don't mean, right? Yeah. If you're going to say it, be able to stand behind it, even if, it's, if it hurts them because it's a truth then that makes sense but if it hurts them because you just want to hurt them then that's not being impeccable with your word that's that's being uh that's weaponizing your communication right now you're the yeah. toxic person right
1: yeah, but and most then always people are not doing do your your no
2: best
0: word. yeah do your
2: best you know you're going to make mistakes not everybody's perfect obviously nobody's perfect Right, yeah. so you just do your best, the best that you can in the moment. You know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Um, we just got the queue. We got 90 seconds left? I want to thank you, Mr. James Wood. Well, thank you, Ms. Earth Flow, uh, for coming yes. on. That hour I went past. Do commercial break, or anything because this is the first show for uh, season nine. But I tell you what, people, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Whatever platform that you're tuning in, thank you especially Facebook Live. I appreciate y'all. All right. Um, as you can see We are run out of time And I appreciate y'all for coming on And we will continue these talk to Dialogues We are here every, each and every Tuesday When we are in TV At 8pm to 9pm As you can see tonight I don't think I said a whole lot Because I was learning It was very very important to have this dialogue With each and every one of you Thank you so much Stay tuned and stay blessed God bless you Alright
2: Thank you guys Awesome show
1: Thank you Yes, awesome. So nice to meet you, Jane.
2: <laughs> Likewise, or